This is Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast, with your hosts, Jane Prater and Ryan Seed. Perfect Organism is the only exclusive alien podcast of its kind, with our official discussion group, the Weyland-Yutani Bulletin. Targeting particle beam failings. Fry half city with this puppy. We got tactical smart missiles, base plasma pulse rifles, RPGs. We got sonic electronic ball breakers. We got nukes. We got knives, sharp sticks. Knock it off, Hudson. All right, gear up. Was there an alien on board? Yes. You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Charles, please, open up! I can't do this with anyone. Welcome to Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast. This is episode 51. Uh, my co-host, roundtable co-host Dave, is joining us today. And we are officially reviewing the soundtrack to Alien Covenant. So, All right. we got this soundtrack uh, thanks to a friend of mine. Um, and uh, Dave was able to listen to it, and uh, I just wanted to kind of scoop, get the scoop, because a lot of people are listening to it now, but I wanted to kind of be the first out there to put out a formal audio review of it. Um, and I know we kind of listened to it a couple times, but you were digging yes. it. You were digging it the first time. Yeah, I liked it. The, I liked it the first time. The second time, I gave it a little more of a <clears throat> intricate listen, and I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, actually, uh, the second time. I was hearing things that I um, wasn't hearing before. Um, yeah, there's a little, little yeah. nice little touches to some tracks here and there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, when I got home today, I just put it on again, and uh, I'm liking it even more. I mean, it's it's really great. Um, I would say overall, it's really great. I mean, there's some, there's some. It's got some haunting melodies in it. Um, yes. It's subtle, but there's there's a couple yes. of moments of like. Um, uh, like the he uses these sounds. I can't. I don't know how to describe it, but maybe it's probably a scare moment. But it's uh, yeah. Yeah, you just, can hear the you can hear the anticipation in the uh, yeah, in the music. Yeah. Um, but uh, is there any track in particular that stands out to you? I liked um, what was it? I like the face art number 16 number 16 uh, we'll play yeah. a little bit of that I'll edit that in um, and we'll play a little bit of it right. uh, I like that one but uh, yeah I, uh, there's just this one I can't remember which one and really also too uh, if people end up buying the soundtrack there's no real giveaways on the titles um, one says like chestburster I think um, but yeah, there's like a neutrino boat, neutrino burst, you know, cabin in the lake. As I was listening to it, I was trying to kind of kind of picture what was going on. Yeah. The neutrino burst is the only one I'm like, what the fuck is that? Because um, yeah. uh, that's kind of interesting, and it's right away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think uh, I, you know, I. Here's the thing. I here's my uh, 
my uh, my I. What am I trying two to cents? say? My, not my two cents, but uh, <laughs> this is what I'm presupposing. I think that when uh, Ridley Scott was finished with Covenant, he got into the editing room and they used the soundtrack to Alien to cut the film. Um, ah. And so then when Jed Kurzel got the film, uh, the notes were probably like, make it much as much like Alien as you can. Um, and Which is why I think there's so much of uh, Jerry Goldsmith in this soundtrack. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of Goldsmith um, <clears throat> alien alien little cues and nips and noises and yeah yeah it definitely the soundtrack certainly feels like an alien movie. I think it's yeah one of the better soundtracks I've heard in quite some time. I would agree. I would agree in um, terms of the, the the franchise. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think uh, I, I I don't know if you ever hear the soundtrack to Alien Resurrection. Yes, yes. Yeah, I have it. I don't like it whatsoever. I think it's <laughs> No, it's not. It's, yeah, I, it's very just generic action movie stuff. There's nothing that stands out, nothing unique. It's just there. Yeah, and it's almost – the soundtrack to Alien Resurrection <laughs> is almost as obvious as the film is. It's just Correct. kind of all there. There is no mystery to it. Um, nope. Uh, all pink, the, pink by the numbers. Yeah. Follow lines, coloring book, yeah, generic popcorn action movie, yeah, stuff. And I, I hold soundtracks to these alien films in really high regard. I think there's, a, it's a bit, it's a, it's a high bar to reach. And uh, I, to be honest with you, I hope. Well, first of all, I enjoy the Goldsmith in this Covenant soundtrack. I really do, but uh, I also wish it was its own thing. And there's a lot of yes. it's, there's a lot of Jed Kurzel's own thing in this, but I wish it was all its own thing instead of relying yes. heavily on something that we're used to. Um, and I th- yes. I hope that whatever film comes after this, it is an entirely original score with no we you know like Golden Th- or uh, Elliot Goldenthal. There was no alien s- parts of uh, what do you call it? Um, the alien soundtrack in Goldenthal soundtrack. No, that was, was a gorgeous score, oh, man. Oh, I think, uh, I mean, next to Goldsmith's score, it's the best. But with Aliens, with, um, you know, Horner's score, there's a lot of Alien in it. Um, but, uh... Yeah, oops. that... I mean, the Aliens is... Oh, it might be the... You know, kind of a... A, a little generic in itself with the Alien stuff, but it had a couple of more memorable, uh, memorable tracks that, um... Especially the escape from the hive with the the bishop countdown—that's just classic stuff. It is, but all, you, all of those cues are found in the, scare, the the soundtrack to Alien. All of them. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. And it's great, uh, but I just I don't ever listen to the Alien score. I I, I only listen to Alien and then Alien Three. Um, and uh, I mean, what what were your thoughts on the score for Prometheus? You know what? I liked it. Did there you? were a couple okay. parts. There were a couple parts I liked. The um, I really like that. Um, I can't think of what track it is. The the score when they're going into the pyramid for the first time. I really like that. Yeah, that I thought boom, that was that, a that, nice that boom, little boom, boom, yeah, boom, like boom, oh, yeah. whatever the heck it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was a few. I, I, think I that, thought that was totally. There was. I think that there's a few interesting moments in the Prometheus soundtrack. I don't think it's garbage. I mean, I, I again, I think the Alien Resurrection soundtrack is garbage. Um, yes, uh, and I, I don't. I don't mean to say that in a way that, you know, that's that a lot of work went into that. I'm sure, um, and I'm sure the guy uh, 
I can't remember the guy's name. Frizzle, John <laughs> Frizzle. He's the guy who wrote that score. And I don't mean gar- I, I don't mean garbage in such a flippant way, but it just doesn't hold up at all to the, the soundtrack set. No, for it. no. Um, yeah, I thought what's his name, Mark uh, Strickenfeld, yep. did um, a good enough job with the with the the soundtrack. You know, it wasn't really a anything as um stand out as some of them, but I thought it was it had some nice little cues and a couple good spots in there. Yeah. Um I really think that uh you know, I mean obviously what's a, what's important for the alien films is to really conjure um I, I mean for me the score for Alien really conjures a sense of wonder and and yes. like a sense of grand space that scene and yes. i've mentioned this several times in several podcast episodes before but that scene in alien when uh kane climbs up into the where the space jockey chair is and you hear that like that yeah. echoing like something hitting a wall or but it's beautiful it's like it's like the soundtrack works with silence at the same time um which really stood out in the theater, by the way. Oh, yeah, especially this last <laughs> time. Oh, my yes. gosh. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It was just, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was seeing Alien so on the big else. screen. Um, but, you know, at the same time, with Covenant, um, it makes sense to me. I mean, really, I think that uh, Covenant, you know, Dave and I have both seen the 10 minutes of footage to Alien or Alien Covenant. We can kind of talk about that a little bit if you want to, without spoilers. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm down for that. Uh, but um, I think really Alien, what, what excites me about Alien scores is conjuring the sense of wonder, conjuring the sense of unknown. And to be honest with you, I got that. I got that sense. I get that sense with Jed Kurzel's score. Um, there's He has his own, his, his own uh, language about him. That uh, I really I, I was like whoa what's going on here you know and I can't re- I can't wait to place the music with the images. Yeah, there was like in the in the, in the scene we saw, <clears throat> um, the the music just felt great. It, it was like the characters were tense, the scene was tense, and the music just went along with it. it just had you you know like uh, just grip in the chair. It yeah. really fit well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so overall, uh, out of you know, say from one to five stars, what would you give the, the score to Covenants so far without, because I think we're kind of a, not biased, but we're, we don't have the full story. And I mean that literally and yeah. figuratively, we don't have the full story. So we're, we're, ju- we're judging what we're hearing based off only what we're hearing. See, I'm going to, I'm going to change it to a, um, uh, ranking out of five facehuggers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was good. Like there were certain, good portion of it i was trying to picture what was going on i thought it did a good job of that like i thought the cabin lake was good it kind of you know to me like there was something with david by himself there or you know dead civilization you know from little parts we saw in the the trailer you know that made you think of everyone exploring it seeing all the chaos that uh that had occurred there it was good i give it a I give this out four face huggers out of five okay okay uh, well, I'm going to use cornbread, <laughs> uh, and I would give it. I'll probably give it four slices of cornbread out of, <laughs> out of, out of five. Uh, and that's that's your area. You work in the mess hall, so <laughs> and bay twelve, please. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I really I'm loving what I'm hearing. I mean, um, 
And to be honest with you, again, going back to Prometheus score, when I bought the score before I saw the film. I didn't want to do that with Covenant. I really didn't. Um, but someone was like, hey, Jamie, do you want the soundtrack? What am I going <laughs> to say? No. And then, yeah, no. Uh, I was like, I'm not listening. Like, I have no plan to listen to it. Then he sends it to me. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Arm um, twisted. Yeah. Um, and I'd heard the first, I think we all heard the first, uh, the, the Covenant theme, which certainly is based in a lot of what Goldsmith did. And I, yes. I, lo- I liked it. I liked what I hear. And I really feel like um, Kurzel expands on that theme. He creates mm-hmm. his own stories. He creates his own sounds. It also reminds me a little bit, have you heard the soundtrack to um, Under the Skin? No. Oh, you got to hear that. It's by someone named Micah Levi. It's a woman. And it's one of the most eerie and uh, scary and atmospheric and beautiful scores I've ever heard. And really? I've, it's nothing like I've ever heard before. Um, she uses a violin a lot. I think it's a violin um, to create this. Have you ever seen the film Under the Skin? No. Is that the one with – is that the sci-fi flick that was Scarlett Johansson? Yes. Oh, you've got – No. That is a must-see. It, you have never seen a film like it. Uh, right. Everybody, it's a must-see. You, no one will have ever seen a film like, like Under the Skin. And the soundtrack in out. and of itself. Um, I might play a piece of the soundtrack when I edit this um, from Under the Skin, too, just because we're talking about it. It's worthy. It's worthy of uh, a listen and a, and a watch. I own it on Blu-ray, and uh, it's pretty mm. It's pretty amazing. All um, right. I'll check it out. I think it's, I think, uh, it's on um, Amazon Prime. I'll check it out. Okay. Um, so I guess what we're going to do then, people who are listening is uh, we're going to start, we're going to talk a little bit about, this isn't going to be a too long of a podcast. I really want to, like I said, kind of scoop, take the scoop and uh, deliver a, a kind of a short review with uh, Dave and I talking about the soundtrack because we thought it was worth uh, a mention and uh, just to kind of get our review out there and say, hey, look, we did it first. Um, but we also, we're going to start talking, we want to talk about without spoilers, uh, the 10 minutes of footage that we saw from Alien Covenant. And um, so I, I Give me your thoughts first, Dave. Um, I went in. It was funny. When I heard it was going to be the, the whatever, the 10, 15 minutes of footage, I was excited. And then when it was time to go to the movies, I'm like, do I want to still see this? Should I not? Should I walk out before? And I'm like, ah. I'm like, all right. I got to check this out. I was nervous. I'm like, what if this is terrible? What if it shows too much? Because, you know, this is the first Street Lane movie in forever. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. And then it ended all was com- beyond what I expected. It was, it it felt like an alien movie. It was, <clears throat> it was something that's been missing from the franchise for too long. And I'm hoping the whole two hours and change of the movie is that type of quality. The the dialogue between the crew, um, the way the action was shot and yep. felt was. It was long, long missing. Yeah. Oh, so much. I mean, I, I, I'm right there with you. I mean, uh, it's interesting because I think, well, including the um, prologue scene with uh, uh, Shaw and David, I think it's like 14 minutes. But without that, yes, I think yes. it's like 10 minutes. Um, and there's several, I think there's three separate scenes we are seeing, or maybe it's two separate scenes we're seeing from Covenant. I think I think it was two because I think it was the, the chatter in the ship and then I think that scene we saw with the um, 
with the med bay and the yeah. and the field. I think that was all the same scene. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, no, there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Um. So you know, again, like like you, I I went and saw Alien on the big screen, and uh, I really went to go see Alien on the big screen, not for the Covenant footage, for, to see Alien on the big screen. I'd never seen it before on the Me big either. screen, and. Uh, it was just a monumental, wonderful experience. I mean, I was just a kid in the candy store the whole time. It was so awesome um, just to see these people who have been in my life, all of my life, yeah. all, essentially, there. Yeah, again. I was telling my buddy who I went with, I'm like, bro, this is like a whole new movie? Yeah, and there's things I'm seeing, <laughs> there's things that I'm seeing in the movie, like, that's a theatrical cut? Why, have yeah. I, why haven't I seen I, this? <laughs> why don't I remember this? I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wait, I don't remember this. And then even the little, some audio cues, I'm like, I don't remember that either. Yeah. Oh, totally. Audio yeah, it cues. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but by the time it ended and the Covenant footage started, um, I mean, I, my eyes were wide open. I, yeah. for, you know, there's, I'm not spoiling anything. Obviously, everyone knows that it's a ship that goes down to a planet. Um, and so a lot, the first scene is just the, the banter or the the character the character interactions while they're heading into this planet, and it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, just the comfortable how comfortable everybody is with each other. Um, everyone feels real. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel fake. I mean, it just these people feel like real, living, breathing people. Um, yes, a stark contrast to uh, Prometheus dialogue yeah. wise. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dialogue and delivery. Um, yes. The delivery. It wasn't so stilted was, and awkward. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, and so, yeah, I loved it. I just loved hearing it. And really what really I loved even more was the second scene. Um, so someone's radioing in some someone else saying, Hey, and they're talking about something. Um, and, there's a lot of talk over each other. Well, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. And, yes. uh, and then you hear this kind of quiet Fucking chaos. Yeah, it's chaos. And I love it because that's yes. real life. Um, yes. And we've all been where maybe we're on the phone <clears> and we're talking and you're talking over someone. and you're talk That's how life is. Um, no one's like, I mean, even in our podcast, we talk over each other. And one, you know, yeah. Uh, and that's just how life is. And it really reflecting that I, I just was. Uh, and this isn't even the harsh stuff we're watching yet. This is just the preliminary, like character right. interactions. And I, I just was like, I mean, I, I was so ecstatic that Ridley Scott and his, cause really it's his team. It's not just him. It's his team hit the notes. <clears throat> they realized yes. these are the notes we got to hit and we got to hit them hard. And they did. And, uh, I, I think, uh, they're, they're doing alien proud. You know, I, I agree. It was, it, it, was all natural and didn't seem like it was, you know, forced in any way. The whole thing, it it was very refreshing and gave me a lot of hope for the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I can't. I think I continue to think about what I've seen, um, and I, I don't know. Like we, and obviously, you know, Dave and I d talked about. Like I think Dave, you first uh, messaged me. You're like, hey, do you want to talk about that footage? <laughs> uh, and I was like, yes. Because um, I walked out of the theater and I couldn't speak. I'm seriously, I could not speak. I was speechless. Um, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't wait to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, hell, the between the prologue and the ten minutes, I was ready to like. I want to go home and pop in Prometheus. Yeah, yeah, and I want to watch Prometheus <laughs> again too, and I will. Um, to be honest with you, um, maybe I'm silent, but I'll watch it. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, I just uh, yeah. I, I oh, and for 
sorry, anyone who had any worries about Danny McBride in a horror movie, you could forget it. You oh. could forget it. He was in the short bit we saw. He was fucking fantastic. Yeah, he was. I would not be surprised if he ended up becoming a, a, Fan favorite. a favorite. Oh, totally. Of everyone, yeah. And he's not. It was, yeah, yeah. He's not like. A, and from what I'm gathering, from what I'm seeing from his character, from the clips on TV and those trailers, and now you know these extended clips, he's not. He's not in the Hudson territory. He's more in the Parker territory. Korea no. took the words right out of my mouth. Yes, um, yes. And uh, that and Parker Parker was fucking hilarious. But Parker, yes, um, he was very different though. Parker was always like, "Don't mess with me," but I'm a funny guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, I really got that sense from uh, McBride's character, and I, I'm really looking forward to it. And and again, yeah. we're just talking about interactions right now. We're not even talking about yeah. the hard stuff that we saw. Yep. Um, and. Uh, that was woof. Yeah, I can't even. I can't even. I'm just thinking about it right now, and I can't even. Yeah. I can barely. And I'm not over exaggerating. Yeah. I mean, I'm a passionate guy. Um, and everything that I talk about, and obviously, I'm sure that you talk about and that you write about for your site, um, we're, we're, we're passionate. I, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, I, I'm blown away by what I've seen in terms of the hard stuff. I'm speechless. I don't even know. I, I, I just I can't I can't process it. I mean, it is brutal. Um, yeah, and especially uh, the, the 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 second birth, I did not expect that. Yeah, yeah. And even I was the looking, character, I was looking, I was looking for the zig, and I got zagged. I was like, "What the fuck?" Even the character, she's kind of dealing with it, and she's kind of going back and forth. Uh, I don't want to say her name. Everybody, you can figure it out, but whatever. And she's as speechless as we are. She's like, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, you know, you, know, yeah. you, you haven't seen yeah. what I've seen. Um, yeah. Uh, and there's a line of dialogue in, uh, in the footage um, that I'm going to say. Um, so people, if you don't want to hear it, then turn, turn us off right now. <laughs> but uh, there's a line of dialogue in the footage um, where this character is on the radio saying, we need you. We need you back here. And this character is hysterical. Um and uh, McBride is saying, "Come, calm down, honey, calm down." And she's like, "Don't tell me to calm down. You haven't seen what I've seen." And I love that response. Yeah, I love it. She <laughs> shut him right down. Um, yep. And uh, just her reaction to what she's seeing, she's beside herself. She is beside herself as we are. You know. Yeah. Um, she doesn't even. I mean, this is like this is like a, a uh, uh, what do you call it? A, a tsunami wall hitting them. You know. Oh. Yeah. Just a. Absolute avalanche of pure fucking terror. Yeah, terror, and they, <laughs> and and yeah, and all the reactions. It's not you know. It's it's they look completely yeah. and utterly yeah. scared for the life. Yeah, and everyone's just every person you know, every character in these scenes. They're kind of like you see it in their faces. They don't even know what they're seeing. It's happening yeah. so quickly, and then you have uh, Walter. Um, yeah, in the. Not in the distance, but kind of off to the side, just without expression, staring. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um. I was. I knew there was a chance of seeing stuff I didn't really quite want to see going in, but it was you know it was just basic dialogue and some action, some brutal action, but action, but nothing plot wise, nothing. There's still tons of mystery. Still a million, million questions. So nothing was really ruined. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I completely agree. And, you know, like I said, the movie's over two hours long, and we saw, I think the movie was, the movie's like ten hour, two hours and 40 minutes, 14 minutes, I mean, something like that. Yeah, something like that, So yeah. we've seen ten minutes of those two hours and 14 minutes. Um, we've seen barely nothing. Um, but there's some there's some some exciting and brutal minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I'll maintain what I've seen in Covenant makes Alien and Aliens and Alien Three look like kindergarten. Um, yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah it looks. Yeah. Hundred percent great. Yeah. I, I mean, I I I have been waiting to be scared in an Alien film again. I've been waiting to be shocked. Um, did your um. Did your audience react to um, those two big parts at oh, all? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my people, okay. <laughs> in the, people in the theater, they're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. And they had kids in there with them, and I think one of them was covering <laughs> their kids. They had these little kids in there with them, and I'm just like, oh, these kids. These kids are like six and seven years old. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, watching the chestburster in Alien. Um, which was, it's brutal. I mean, even in, when I was watching it and my theater wasn't packed, but it was, it was, it was good sized crowd in there. Um, yeah, we had a smattering of people and it was, you know, the, the tension while Kane is being chest bursted is, you know, I'm just kind of looking around at the crowd and, um, it's tense in that theater, you know? Yeah. You, it, you do what I do. You survey the crowd during certain yeah. scenes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, even, I, yeah. even though I'm pretty sure everyone who was there saw it before, you can still feel the, uh, the tension in the air. Absolutely. As the uh, as so, the little uh, yeah. cute chestburster bathes yeah. itself yeah. out of his chest. <laughs> What's funny is is uh, the chestburster scene in the in Alien played a little comical to me, um, just a little bit. Uh, uh, maybe because it, I don't know. Maybe not that it was comical. Um, it just I think I'm not. It doesn't even look dated. I'm not saying it looked dated. It just played a little different for me. But I think probably just because I'm so used to it, you know. Yeah. Um. I'm, and we're used to chest bursting scenes like that. That's all we've seen <laughs> in the canon, the canon, the canon alien films, and even in the the garbage films like Resurrection and the AVP films. Um. It's really only the same thing. I mean, I think in Resurrection, I think the newborn is born through some strange egg sac or whatever. Um by the queen, but we, we've never seen anything, anything other than chest bursting. Right. Um, so these, what they're doing now is they're really changing the game up and they're showing us some new things. Um, I which, would really love to talk. Which I'm huge proponent of. Oh, absolutely. Like I, I'm all for like, show me some new life cycles. Show yep. me, show me something different. Show me, Tell me more about this thing. Not that I need to know. Um, and, and also, there's this discussion happening on the Wayland Utani Bulletin, um, and people. And there's an article posted, and I know that you and I have read it, um, or and certainly have read the comments about it in terms of people maybe being disappointed about the the origins of the alien, um, and maybe being disappointed about the origins of the alien. Um, I've never once wondered about the origins origins of the alien. The, uh, when I when we were when I was watching the footage of Covenant, I never thought about the origins of the alien. All I thought of was I love these characters and what the fuck is going on right now. You know, yeah. uh, that's all I cared about. I, and so I, I don't think I don't think uh, <clears throat> pulling up. See, that, for, go ahead. This is for me. Like you're a big character guy. I'm yeah. a big creature guy. Yeah. What I love, I love the space jockey and the alien, which is why I was initially really excited for Prometheus. And for me, I mean, that's my that's my thing is I love the, the creature and the life cycle. I love show me other stuff because it can't always be just A, B, C, D. It can't just always be egg, 
face yeah. hugger, yeah. chest burster, alien. I'm yeah. sorry, you can't do that for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years no. and expect it to work. It gets tired. Yeah. It gets <clears throat> we need something else and give us give us the neomorph. Give us give yeah. us something else. It has to change. It has to evolve and there's plenty of story to t- to tell even if this you know David in some shape creates it this might be like you said it's not him creating it it's him making it from what he has just cuz he even if for argument's sake he does create it it doesn't mean it wasn't around before yeah it could just be there's tons of theories there's still tons of stuff you can play with yeah there's and also more than enough prometheus uh pretty much sealed the idea that David does not create the xenomorph. There is a xenomorph in statue on the yep. wall in the mural. In the uh, mural, correct. That is, a, correct. you know, it looks a little bit different. It's a little thinner, a little bit more gangly. Uh, the the head is a little bit more like a deacon, um, but it's there. So unequivocally, David does not create the xenomorph. Now, maybe he pushes the exposure of the spores or whatever to see what happens. David is mm-hmm. the creator. These things existed before David came around. Um, so, and even if, uh, I, I like the idea possibly too, that man's creation is that has kind of gone awry. Now it's creating right. its own terror. That's an interesting thing to ponder to me. Um, right. That you've created this thing and what is it doing? It's, it's, it's destroying us. But if then if you step back from that a little bit, and here, here I am going a little philosophical, um, you think about the idea of God. God creates man. Man then destroys, man then creates something else that then destroys what God has created. You know? Right. Um, it's the same kind of things that we're dealing with, this idea of creation um, or destruction. Um, and it's the same, it's the same things a little bit, the Prometheus, you know, like in the end of Prometheus, you see the, the engineer, he goes up to David and he kind of, uh, strokes his hair like, wow, what have you created? And then he obviously rips him apart. What the fuck have you created? You know, (laughs) uh, there's a lot of layers happening here. Um, a lot of questions. Even, even in the animal and insects world, you know, there's always different animals and insects are being introduced to different parts of the world. They go in and they fucking destroy it. Yeah. They yeah. go in for one thing to whatever, get rid of some, you know, um, invasion or some predator, and then they become the ones yeah. who take it over. Yeah. So, and I think, too, I mean, the aliens have always been <clears throat> this HR, um, you know, giga creation of biomechanical. So it almost makes sense. If it's biomechanical, who's to say it's not created or manifested in some shape or form? Yeah. I know. It kind of fits the theme a little bit, I think. Yeah, absolutely, and um, and it, there's even been, of, of course, stories of things that we've created as humans crossing breeds, uh, or um, or like uh, the way we've uh, in, not inbred dog, but purebred dogs, which I don't even right. know, like whether it's Dalmatians or other types of dogs. So much so that um, it they can't breathe, or they have very uh, fragile immune systems, and they don't live very right. long because we've decided to play God. Um, Correct. Or, or whatever, play evolution or whatever you want to call it. Um, so this thing, this idea of our creation then creating, we're already doing it. I mean, I don't know whether you believe in God or evolution as God or whatever. Um, we already see this reflection. So the idea of David taking this thing further, I, I, I'm fascinated by it, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, I, I, I concur. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I okay. So let, let's uh, rate the uh, covenant footage again out of uh, face huggers and cornbread. 
Um, I think this is a pretty pretty easy five out of oh, five yeah. face huggers oh, yeah. with an extra oh yeah with a an extra tail around my neck for a fact yeah oh easy. yeah oh yeah this is five slices <laughs> five slices of cornbread with fucking honey on it <laughs> um, but uh, yeah I mean I I can't even like I said just talking with you and thinking about this covenant footage and to be honest this is this is funny. Uh, the covenant footage has been available. It's leaked. We shared. A, we didn't leak it, but we shared a, a page that said, "Hey, if you want to see it, see it." And we thought, "What? What the hell? We'll do it." Um, so we shared it. I tried to watch it again. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, I, I don't know if I can watch this right now. Um, and I was like, I'll watch it again when I see the film because I plan on seeing yeah. the film probably twice Friday night and then well Thursday night maybe uh, Friday night and then um, Saturday with Ryan. Uh, our, our, our other co-host um but uh and i can't wait to see the footage again there but i i just i can't just see that footage by itself it's too much for me yeah i don't i don't want to watch again so i don't want to watch the same scene over and over and then see in the theater i don't want to lose any yes yeah any residual effects it might have you know i just want to go and i saw it i'm good you know yeah yeah, yeah. we're Three short weeks away. Yeah, I know. I can't even believe it. Oh, this weekend we have uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which I'm really <coughs> excited for that I'll be seeing. Um, uh, and that's really Guardians of the Galaxy is the last big release before Alien. Um, and uh, I'm hoping Alien makes at least a good solid 100, $125 million this Yeah, weekend. me too. I'm probably, be able, I'll probably see it a couple times a weekend anyway. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm prob- I'll probably it. see it. At least three I got an times. early ticket for that Thursday the 18th, and I'm sure I'll see it yeah. again that weekend. Yeah, it's going to be crazy on social media and the fandom groups. I'm very excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so really, folks, that's about it. We just wanted to kind of share some thoughts and uh, thoughts about our, the score, thoughts about what we've seen in, in terms of the Covenant footage, and uh, offer that to you guys uh, because, uh, yeah, we wanted to. So thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. No problem, sir. Pleasure as always. And uh, yeah, people, uh, we'll, we will be talking to you the next time we uh, will re-engage you guys will be our reaction episodes and our roundtable episodes, which will be all posted at the same time. So thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Captain Dallas. I'm back. Cargo and ship destroyed. I should reach the frontier in about six weeks. With a little luck, the network will pick me up. This is Ripley, last survivor of the Nostromo, signing off. <laughs>